Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to yet another motivational moment in the morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas with my husband, Jared Wilkins. We're excited that you guys have decided to join us on this morning. We meet here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you guys so much for sharing and inviting with your family, your friends, your associates, and your coworkers. We ask that you continue to do so. Um, post your notes on social media. Tag us in it. Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. Flood social media with something positive these days to help sharpen other people. Remember, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. All of the calls are archived on our website, which is www.whendreamscollide.com. That's www.whendreamscollide.com. So you are able to go there and listen to the replays as much as you like. Also, while you're there, be sure to subscribe and become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner, by joining the mailing list there. What you're going to be able to do uh, is just get connected, hear about what's going on first, all of those great things, motivational things, inspirational things, tips, tools, resources to assist you in pursuing and executing your purpose work. So we're excited about you guys connecting with us there. Ladies, mark your calendar. June 11th, we'll be in New Orleans, Louisiana, for the Straight Talk Woman Talk Impart session. Myself and Minister Keisha Wilson, as well as a host of other Impart uh, uh, partners with the Straight Talk Woman Talk platform, we'll be headed to New Orleans, Louisiana, June 11th. From there, we'll be headed to Atlanta, Georgia, August the 13th. And then we're coming um, back to, no, July 23rd, sorry, is uh, Atlanta. And then August the 13th is Houston. And September 20th, we'll be in Chicago, Illinois. All the details and information is on straighttalkwomentalk.com. Head on over there. Get connected to these women that are on the platform. Absolutely amazing sisters that are, are there to assist you in your journey, your process. Roll up your sleeves with you and just unfold a lot of those things that as women, you know, we need to handle and need to deal with. So head on over to straighttalkwomentalk.com today. Get connected ASAP. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this call started this morning. Hopefully you got your pen and paper handy so you can take your notes. If you're driving, put on your earpiece, okay? Um, and then also make sure you post your on social media again. Tag us in it using the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. My husband is here ready to rock and roll. So, honey, won't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good, good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will Rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me this morning? I said I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. What about you? What about you? What about you? What's your life going to mean? What significance? Is your life going to be on this earth? You know, yesterday, 
We found out about the passing of a legend, an absolute brilliant genius that went by the name of Prince. And uh, what was so alarming and exciting at the same time that left so many people in a conundrum was this legend has left the earth over 40 years of serving and over 40 years of depositing, over 40, 50, 40 years of, of doing his life's work, of giving it to us in his music. I'm talking about decades of, of, of leaving a legacy, decades of leaving it all on the line, decades of giving us the best that he had. And here it was when he transitioned, and we all will transition. You will leave here one day. You will be gone from here one day. You, you won't live forever. Life, or, or yes, death is like a doorknob. We'll all get a turn. Yes, death is like a doorknob. We will all get a turn. Even Lazarus had to go back at some point or another. But everybody was celebrating, and people flew in from all across the world. People have flown in all across the world to see and to hear about this gentleman, to, to really, to really uh, uh, commemorate his life. And people flew in and they went and bought purple flowers, purple roses. Many of us don't even know where to find purple roses. But people have flown in from across the country to converge where he lived, not where he's living, but where he once lived, just to pay homage. Went and found purple flowers and purple roses and, and Hallmark cards and greeting cards and, and all types of things just to show their, their appreciation. I saw, I saw on social media people had had articles of Prince from 20, 30 years ago. They had costumes of 20, 30 years ago of, of what, he, you know, what, what his life had meant to them, people that he had never met, people he, he never sung at their birthday party. He never sung at their wedding. He never knew them personally, but there was something about his life's work that connected, that, that resounded in their spirits. And... uh it was fascinating to me to watch that yesterday, to see that one man's life's work. I mean, you got to imagine that there had to be tens of thousands of people that transitioned last night alone, tens of thousands of people that are no longer here on earth. But there was one that was celebrated in such an auspicious way. And, and the, the critical question I have for you this morning is, what about you? What about you? What, what about you? We're going to celebrate you when you leave here. I, I had a friend pass not too long ago, a few weeks ago, who was a band director. He was in music. He was an entrepreneur. He was a father. He was a husband. And Erwin Portis, you know, he, um, he inspired me while, while alive, but he also inspired me as he transitioned. I had a chance to be at his funeral, and I don't even call it a funeral. I call it a, a going away celebration. And at the at this celebration, he had over a thousand people there. People flew in from all across the country. People came in. I mean, in in, in seven days' notice, didn't care about the the price. I mean, some people paid a thousand, two thousand dollars for a flight ticket to be there, and they were sharing what he had meant to them. They were sharing what his life meant to them, what he gave, his words, his his gestures. What I mean, what he did for them. And, the contribution he made in their life, and they stopped everything they were doing just to come pay, pay their respects. Over a thousand people there, 
And uh, I left there with another goal that I put on my dream board. I said, uh, yeah, I've, I've got to definitely, I've got to definitely, uh, I've got to definitely live a life so full of substance whereas I have at least a thousand people at my funeral. What about you? You know, I think we get so convoluted in this idea of the cars that we drive and the, the clothes that we wear and the jewelry and some of the superficial stuff, the materialistic stuff, and that's okay. You will be known because of what you have. But I've never been at anybody's funeral where they said, oh, yeah, he, yeah, he or she, she, she wore that Rolex watch or he had that Armani shirt on. Or, or yeah, they used to wear them Versace shoes. I, I've never been to a funeral where, where the, the topic of discussion was what they had. It's always about what they did. So what about you? What, what gifts, what talent, what skill, what treasure lays within you dormant that needs and must be resuscitated before you leave earth? Dr. Miles Monroe, my mentor, said, the wealthiest place in the world is not the Far East where there's oil in the ground. It's not, the, it's not in South Africa where there are diamond mines. It's not in the Caribbean where the beautiful beaches exist and, and the coral reefs and, and even the, the incredible, incredible seafood of, of the ocean. He said, the wealthiest place in the world is the cemetery. Yes, countless dreams that will never be realized. Books that will never be written. Poems that will never be recited. Literature that will never be written. Businesses that will never be constructed. Presidents that will never be in office, great women that died as prostitutes, incredible and powerful men that died as drug addicts because they've taken all of their treasure to the grave. He said, you got to live full and, and die empty. I asked you the question this morning, what about you? You know, when somebody passes this close to us, it, it shakes us up a little, doesn't it? It causes us to say things like, okay, I'm going to take my dreams off the shelf. I'm, I'm going to get serious. I'm, I'm going to go pursue my vision. I'm, I'm going to get serious about life. I'm going to write that book. I'm going to start the business. I'm going to, I'm going to now start, start putting together this music. I'm going, to, I'm going to start living life to the fullest. And we mean it when we say it and we're in that, that, that place of saying, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to tiptoe through life and arrive safely as my grave. Oliver Wendell Holmes says most went. Most men and women go to their graves with their music still in them. So we start making these declarations and these proclamations of where we're going to be and what we're going to do and how serious we are. The wake-up call that we've given, and we start saying life is so fleeting. We, we, we're not going to take it for granted. You can be here today and gone tomorrow. And we start, you know, saying all these things, and a week goes by, and two weeks goes by, and a month goes by, and we start to slip back into the slopes of existing and not living. What about you? What dreams are laying dormant inside of you? What, what passions have you stopped pursuing because of your decision to simply exist? What about you? When you leave here, how many people will be at your going away celebration? You know, most people live 
50, 60, 70, 80 years, 90 years on earth. And what's so sad is they can't get 50, 60, 70, 80 people to show up to their funerals. 50% of the people don't show up because it rains. The weather controls and dictates if they're going to show up to your going away celebration. I think it's so tragic to be given this thing called life, to be given this oxygen, to be given a situation where you can mean something to someone else. If your life is not making somebody else's life better, you are wasting your time. If your life doesn't make somebody else's life better, you're wasting your time. A candle loses nothing by lighting a candle. And my question for you today is what about you? What about you, ladies and gentlemen? What about you? You know, when when celebrities pass away, we always celebrate them. It's always a big deal. It's always um, a lot of activity around it. And the reason why that is is because the definition of a celebrity is somebody who's well-known, somebody who's well-known. And that's why. They were well-known for their work. They were well-known for exercising their gifts and their talents and, and just putting it out there and, you know, there's different levels of celebrity. It doesn't just mean somebody who's an actor or a musician, uh, which are the most common, but a celebrity is just someone who's well-known in their area of work, well-known in what it is that they were born and gifted to do. They took their gifts. They took their talents. They, they took all that was in them, and they poured it out for the world. They're, they really decided to live full and die empty. They wanted to get it all out. While they were here, it's been said that, you know, whenever someone passes away, you always flood their homes and everything uh, with flowers. And then I've heard someone say it in the past before, give them to them, give them the flowers while they're alive. Show them the appreciation and gratitude while they are alive, you know. And it's easier said than done because we don't expect a person to go because none of us know the date or the time where we will pass. But, you know, the thing about it is, is that being being intentional and being uh, being um, active with what we already have in us, being intentional with our purpose work, with our relationships, with everything that we know that we know to do, because you'll be known for what you have, but you'll only be remembered for who you have impacted. You'll be known for what you have, but you'll only be remembered for who you have impacted. Who are you impacting? Impact drives influence. Impact drives income. Impact drives everything. If you're not, if, if your life is it going in the direction that you want it to go? It's because you're not impacting enough people, period. If you feel lonely, if you feel stagnant, if you feel you're not getting to the next level fast enough, if you feel, you know, your your, your income isn't where you want it to be, if you feel that your lifestyle isn't, whatever that deal is, if you're not fulfilled in the work that you're doing, you need to go increase your, your, your impact quotient. Go, go in, increase your impact container. Who are you impacting with your gift and your talent? Every single one of us has something in us. I'm not talking about what you do with your job. Because a lot of times what happens is because life comes and we got to pay bills, we, we settle. We settle for the job title because it's something we're good at doing, but it doesn't mean that we're called to do it. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean you're called to do it. And so what it is, we get caught up in the things that we're good at doing because we're multifaceted individuals. So, yeah, you could be an engineer. Yeah. 
you're real great with numbers and everything that comes with being an engineer. But in your heart, you're really a musician. In your heart, you're really a painter. In your heart, you're really a motivational speaker. In your heart, you're really, uh, you know, you have a strong desire for, for, you love children, so you want to open up a daycare. What's in your heart? That's what matters the most because guess what? Our heart is managed by God. The only way that a person's heart can change is through God, period. So if your heart is in a certain place, then that means that that's the place he's placed you. You're out of place. If your heart isn't where you are, you're out of place. And disorder disqualifies you because it dishonors the call that you uh, that you genuinely have on your life. Whatever you don't recognize will exit your life. That's the law of recognition. Dr. Mike Murdoch said that. Whatever and whoever you do not recognize will exit your life. That includes your gifts. That includes your talents. That's it. If you, you, God gives the gifts without recompense. So you could be the most trifling person in the world and you could still, you still have your gifts. We've seen it. Okay. We've seen a lot of people just do some horrible things, just some flat out, just ratchet just what are you doing with your life things but what because they're gifted still they're still able to do that work effortlessly they're still able to go and do the work that they've been called to do and it's just man it's just off the chain it's amazing why because of their gifts the gifts are given without recompense so if that's the case what are you doing with your gifts you you need to recognize the gifts that you have when i and when i say it's going to exit your life when, when, when it's time for you to transition, if you don't recognize the gift that you have or you are alive, you cannot use them when you're not. They are of no use to anybody when you're no longer here. That book that's in you, that music that's in you, that, those, that poetry that's in you, those business ideas that are in you, we get so caught up in believing the lies that the enemy tells us about ourselves that we're not good enough, we're not qualified, we don't have the credentials, we don't have the money, you don't have the resources, you don't have the credibility. All those things begin to creep in. As soon as you step out to go and do that thing, and now you got a choice. Either you're going to believe that lie or you just want to stand by the truth, the truth that is the word of God. The, the truth, the, the word of God is your reflection. What it says is your truth. That's it. Whatever it says is what it is. I don't care what the facts are. The facts may be you a little rusty. The facts may be you haven't played the guitar in decades. You haven't sang in 50 years. Those may be the facts. So, yeah, you may be a little rusty coming out the gate, but that's okay. Just like anything else, the more you do it, the better you get at it. That's what we teach our kids. That's what we tell everybody else. How are you going to inspire the world and you can't even get ignited yourself? That doesn't make sense. Stop telling other people what they should do, and you go do what you know you need to do. You don't, you don't, and, until you go out and do it too, just take a break on telling everybody else. Stop encouraging the world and encourage yourself. Start with you. Because you taking the steps, you doing the work, you, you taking the action is what's going to be the inspiration for other people. They're going to see it in your work. People don't listen to what you say. They watch what you do. That's all it is. They watch what you do. 1 Corinthians 9 and 24 says, do you not know that in a race all the runners run? So everybody runs in a race. 
and, and they do their best to win. They want to win. That's why they're running in a race, but only one person receives the prize. Everybody runs, but only one wins. Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. Now, the people who are running, the athletes, they're, they're, they, they have self-control. They do exceptional in all things, and they do it to win a, a crown that withers, is what the word says. They're running to, to receive a gold medal or a silver medal. They're, they're, they're running for, for the crown. But we, as the righteous and as believers, we do it for that imperishable crown that doesn't wither. There's something, you can't put a dollar amount or value amount on peace. You can't put a dollar amount on that fulfillment, that, that feeling that you get in your heart when you know that you are operating in your best, when you know that you are doing the work that you have been called to do and nothing and nobody can stop you. There's such a great feeling about that. When people come to you and say thank you for what you said, thank you for what you did. That's exactly what I needed this morning. Complete strangers thanking you for the work that you just do effortlessly. We all have something that we do with ease that's harder for everybody else. That's that how that's how you know that it's part of your purpose work. My husband, when he said our new goal is to have over a thousand people at our funeral. When we transition, we want to make as big as an impact while we are alive so that when our transition comes, that time comes, there's people coming from all over the world to celebrate our life. And the only way that that is going to be possible is for us to live selflessly and to serve others. They have to feel that they have been served. Other people have to feel impacted. The only way to do that is to operate in your best, to do the work that you've been called to do, to exercise that gift and those talents that you have been given. That's the only way to make that kind of impact. And then the legacy that you created will live on. Live a life so loud that even in your grave, they can still hear your work. Honey? Let them still hear your work. Your job is what you're paid for, but your work is what you're made for. Your work. Let's get to work. Let's go to work. Let's work today. Let's work today like this is the last day of our lives. What about you? God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.